The beauty is about me, Dave. I'm low maintenance. <laughs> That's what all the bitches <laughs> and Steve Woods. Oh boy. Everyone, Dave and Jeff, guess what? It is May 18th, 2020. And here we are. We're done with the last dance. God damn. I, Dave, I watched the last two today. Yeah. I, I just, it's, it's amazing how many things I get right. Because <laughs> one and two were really good. Yeah. Three and four I thought were really flat. You were disappointed I loved that I said it. I was. I told you I said... There's no chance when this thing's over that the takeaway happens in three and four. I'm telling you, six, uh, however it worked, five and six, right? Seven and eight, nine and ten. It just every time. I think my analogy of Ozark works. <laughs> uh, God dang. I watched that today, nine and ten. Yeah. It's insane how good that was. They did a, such a good job. Insane, right? He's so damn funny, dude. He's great at everything he gets mad at. You know, it, I tell you what, I took away a couple different things. One is, uh, you know, the question going around is so many people who didn't see him play. I mean, you and I saw him play. Yeah. And so many people haven't seen him play. I mean, you're talking 22 years ago when he right? basically made that shot against the Utah Jazz wow. for his last shot with the Bulls. And people are saying, what's your impression of... Jordan hasn't changed. It hasn't changed for me. It's everything that I thought. I, there's, yeah. There are things they showed me that I didn't see. The one that stands out is you could actually hear him crying on the floor, you know, yeah. when they beat the Sonics. Yep. But I loved it. I mean, I loved the oh. fact they showed the competitiveness. I loved the the way he talked about what it took, the sacrifices. And um, it, it for me, it, w- it was so fucking good. It was one of the best things I think I've ever seen, oh, yeah. honestly, on, on such a good job they did. I thought it was interesting because I'm going to ask you this: the same question is who came off bad and who came off good after ten episodes? Uh, after ten, who? Uh, I man, like I respect Chip Schaefer. Yeah, and Chip Schaefer, who trained with the Bulls and then was the Lakers trainer. Yeah. Like when you see Pippen, like I I remember watching those, and we we hadn't started the show yet. No. So well, you and I were in 98. I know where you and I were when he made that shot. Where you were, were we? sitting right next to me where it says the restaurant. No shit. Yep. God, that's funny. But like when Pippen gets hurt, and you're reminded of that. Uh, like there's hockey things or fight things that I remember everything, but I, I forgot that. You're like, oh, dude, right? Yeah. Pippen, come on. But I, I liked, I thought Scotty came off bad earlier. But I thought tonight, dude, Scotty Pippen made me actually laugh out loud when they asked him, what was your thinking when Michaels makes the steal? Get the hell out of the way. Yeah. And you go, dude, that's pretty cool. That's for a guy who had been there for all of them to admit like, hey, I'm hurt. But and laughing and said, get your ass out of the way. Like, that was really funny. Um. Jerry Krause, of course. Jerry Reinsdorf came off horrible. Jerry Krause came off horrible. Um, I like Kerr. I mean, I thought, I thought Kerr was put in a great situation. Didn't they? Didn't yeah. you come off going? You, if you didn't know Kerr, and obviously we followed Kerr yeah. for a long time here. Number one, he's been on our show, but yeah, people know he's a San Diego guy. His kid yeah. went to Torrey Pines. You know, he's you see the story about his he, dad. I'm so glad they put that in there. Yeah, and I, I knew that story, but I I got the story wrong when I was Me trying too. to relay it to my son. For some reason, I, I knew he, he got got killed um, 
because of the Middle East, but I thought he was in the service. I didn't know he was a professor. Yeah. I didn't know that part. Because I remember when he played for Arizona, they were playing a college game. Uh, right. And they had to stop the game because of the heckling. The people were oh, giving him a hard God. time about his dad dying. And they, they had to stop the game. I mean, yeah. but I, I, I thought it was cool. They went out of their way to interview his mother. Yeah. I mean, that, you're talking about a lot of time on planes great. and time that goes into that story. And the, the when the guy asked the question, you ever shared the story about your dad with Michael? He said, no. No. And uh, he earned Michael's trust because he punched him back. Great. I thought it was great. Hits the shot. Dude, how about when yeah. Curry's yelling at him? I'll be ready. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's so it, good. Now, I don't know if you remember this because this came up on my phone the other day. I was walking the dog and one yeah. of our old shows came up. And I never listened back to the old ones. But I was curious to know what the hell were we talking about? Okay. And so it was the one it was during the NBA playoffs last year. Okay. And it's funny. I told you, I go, Kawhi is going to the Clippers as soon as he leaves the Raptors. And then I threw that stat at you, and you got him almost all right. It was three three guys in NBA history have made up 87% of the finals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Steve Kerr's one of those guys. Steve Kerr. And Great. here's a guy that couldn't get a scholarship offer, right? Yeah. To the very end. Right. And then he becomes, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Right. And it, it, it's really insane when you see the story, but... Pippen has no one to blame but himself. He did come off terrible. I mean, yeah. come on. He wouldn't go in the fucking game. You couldn't count on him with the migraine. You couldn't yeah. count on him with the back. Everything was – he couldn't. He had the surgery when their games were going on. Yeah. I mean, he became a, a fucking distraction all the he, time. He was – I agree with you, Dave, but at least he closed a little bit tonight, right? I don't know. Yeah. I, I think, the, he was in my top 50 before this series started. Fuck him. I'll never put him on any list again. Uh. I think being the decoy and coming back out and trying to do those kind of things. and well, stop grabbing your goddamn back every time you do ah, something good. It hurts. I scored. D Look at me. I'm holding my back with both hands. Fuck off. What are you, 90? Jesus. Um, But, yeah, like when that happened tonight, I just got, oh, what? But I, I'll give him credit. <laughs> like, I watched what Chip Schaefer said. You kind of got to say it, right, when you're the trainer? Yeah. Uh, like, and I, I just thought the other stuff was good. I thought, dude, the thing is, Jordan's so great and yeah. so candid in that thing. At the end, when he's like, oh, let me see Reinsdorf. Yeah. And he's got no time for his shit. Yeah. And and all the others, Gary Payton, uh, Brian Russell. And you're like, dude, all of that. I just, I loved it, man. So good. One so thing, good. One thing about Jordan that he did, and Kobe did the same thing. Yeah. They never, ever, even to this day, will give credit to anybody else. No. I mean, there's that time where guys will say, I mean, you'll see Tracy McGrady. You'll see anybody on TV now say nice things about other players. Yeah. Jordan will never say basically anything nice. The only thing he said was, I need it. About Malone? Uh, uh, well, well, yeah, Malone, but also remember he said I needed a guy like Pippen as he was the best sidekick yeah. I could have, basically best yeah. number two, whatever his words were. But still, he was there was no fucking credit, and <laughs> it didn't did matter you? that he won a gold medal with Malone and no, Stockton and all those guys. Yeah, fuck you, you bitch. Yeah, it was it was great all <laughs> Go the way practice through. Your golf game. Yeah, I fuck and he and he was in Space Jam. Do you remember Larry Bird yes. was in Space Jam? I mean, Larry has helped him out. Larry didn't and it completely gave the throne to him years ago, and it was still fuck you, bitch. Go practice your golf game. <laughs> yeah, Dude, it was so funny. But Larry's a trash. Talker. Oh yeah, a big time. Larry's the best. I uh, I just thought it was great. I just I really did. I enjoyed uh, it a lot. Yeah, and now I like that they're coming back, but it's uh, 
Lance Armstrong this week. See, and I fuck Lance Armstrong. I don't have any interest in that story, I, do you? I, no, I'll tell you why. Because Lance Armstrong cost people a lot of fucking money. Yeah. He did a lot of fucking damage. Not to his own reputation, but right. to everybody else. All those sponsors and all those people that defended him and bought his fucking books and his bracelets and everything yeah. else. Fuck that guy. I really don't want to watch because of... Two-parter. Because I have no respect for him as a human being. But then we get the Bruce Lee one. That one I can't Which I think would be really cool. I don't know anything about Bruce me Lee either. except from what we've heard. Yeah, me either. And then the summer of 98 is okay. the third one. And also Donald Sterling. When's that one coming it's up? It's in there too. Shut up. Yeah. Oh. Big Magic Johnson. <laughs> Big Magic Johnson. Yeah. How about that? Really? Yeah. Now, I heard... Okay, my brother told me that there's some Donald Sterling documentary out right now on one of these channels. Dave, you have a smart TV. Yeah. You see the channel on your Roku. If you have a Roku all the time, it pops up. I've never looked at it. But apparently there's a Sterling documentary out there. Can't tell you the channel. When's that 30 for 30? Don't know. I don't know. I just know that's one of the big wow. ones coming up, and it shows the Clippers throwing their shirts in the middle of the circle. Yeah, oh, and the whole deal. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to all that. But the way they did it, where it's, it, you know, it's it's. I don't want to say it's exactly a documentary, but it's it's, it's a documentary slash like storytelling, right? It was so good. But if they did more of those on on a bunch of different guys, you could say. I mean, you could yeah. say right now, you could do one on Gretzky. You know, being a hockey guy. You could do one. You, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but you got to have – the thing is, Dave, why I said, and it's funny, you and I are watching on MLB Network, what a performance by Reggie Jackson. Three off, home Reggie. runs. God damn, Mr. Clutch, Mr. October. <laughs> um, but to me, I've, I've read so many books, whether it was The Bronx Zoo yeah. or Reggie, Wild High and Tight, right? The books about the balls with Greg Nettles – all of the different books about these teams. This would be it to me. Tell those stories, right? Because I still think Pinello's still alive. Pinello's w alive. Yep. Willie Randolph's alive. Reggie's alive, right? Now, as far as management goes, yeah, you'd love to hear what George had to say, what Billy had to say, what Thurman had to say. But this, to me, is the team that I look at and there's so many personalities and conflict on it. Like the Gretzky teams in Edmonton, there weren't there weren't really any conflicts. There weren't. The, I mean, the reason so I good. don't think you're going to see this this team of the Yankees, the '70s Yankees that are interesting yeah. to you and I, it's almost 40 years ago. You're going to have yeah. to hit the the kids that the Jeters True. that that brand. You know, but they were so boring. I, like well, I good. agree, but you know how they you know how they make it. If you ran it on yeah. on Jeter, but they said Jeter wouldn't let you into anything. No. You know, it wasn't like where Jordan let you follow him around with a camera. Well, it was funny. I saw the line today. Uh, I think it was John Heyman wrote. Boy, it's amazing watching The Last Dance, how similar Michael Jordan is to Derek Jeter. Yeah. To which somebody wrote back, Jordan never lost when he was up 3 nothing. Yeah. And Heyman goes, that's a very yeah, fair point. And, Not that but, Jordan never went to seven games in the NBA Finals. God, I just, uh, dude, just do one on Reggie. Just see, do one on see, Reggie. I would be all in on that. You and I would be all in on it. I, I think Reggie'd be great. I don't know if people know the Reggie story. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah, the, the young dude. baseball fans know the Reggie story. I think I think a 30 for 30 on Reggie yeah. would be awesome. See, for me, the one I really want to see would be Bonds. I told you he'd be my first choice. Yeah. 
Um, find it fast. Fuck Reggie. Another God, get the fuck out of here. Jesus. Goodbye. <laughs> you can get the fuck out of here. They threw a shit pitch in. Reggie said, <laughs> fuck you. I'm going to run the bases. Looks into Tommy Lasorda says, suck it. He did. He fucking yeah. did. No ear flaps. No. <laughs> no, you know, sprinted around the bases. I got to tell you, I saw something yesterday, which I had never seen. I was giving you a hard time teasing you a little bit, but I saw Sandy Koufax yeah. pitch on TV for the first time ever. Never seen it. It was the old Mets play. stadium. Yeah, the old Two Mets. day rest. 65, 1965, Damn. complete game. But I didn't realize Sandy Koufax did what Randy Johnson did. He batted righty. Oh, Which really? means he exposed his pitching arm every time he went up to bat. But that's funny. He hit. Oh, yeah. I guess no DH at that time, yeah. right? No. Yeah, and he's sitting. I'm like, why would you take a chance? You who know? pitched for the Twins in that game? I don't even know who was. Kitty Cut, Jim Cut. <laughs> it looked it looked like Jim Cut. Might have been Jim Cut. Yeah, wonder. Yeah. I can't watch that shit. <laughs> How do you watch this shit? So, we're watching again. Oh, for, and it's a nightmare. It's a horrible yeah, situation. It's uh, World Series Game Six Seventy Seven when Reggie hit three home runs. I think on three straight pitches too. Fuck Tommy. <laughs> How could that happen? Right now, you know. You know yeah, it's Sparky. Yeah. Right. Pitch around him. I love no. the 70s games. Everybody gives each other 10, though. <laughs> you know? Yeah, true. <laughs> I love the Dodgers when they have the jackets with their name on the back, yeah. too. Like they're a cheer team. <laughs> so funny. These are great. But, no, I enjoyed, uh, to wrap on the last dance, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I really, did, really I, well done. I did, I did, too. I thought it was uh, really, really fucking good. Um, it, it, the storylines were, were outstanding. I don't believe when he said though, at the end, he goes, can come back. We win seven. I don't think they, I don't think they win seven. Well, he said maybe not, Yeah, but he felt like with that team that they could have done. You it. deserve the opportunity. Yeah. You did. You did deserve the opportunity. If Scotty, if you said it would take some dealings to bring Scotty in, it's, um, did Pippen go to Portland? He went to, he traded him to Houston. First. Houston first. Then he okay. went to Portland. He actually finished his career with the bulls his last year. Wow. And he only averaged like six points a game. Pippen was out of the league five, in five years after that. And then Kerr got traded. Kerr got traded. The Spurs won two championships. That's right. Okay. You Rodman. Know? And so Rodman only played, I think, 30 games, 30 to 35 games total between the Lakers and the Mavs. His, his career was over. Dang. And that yeah. was it. He just wasn't serious. After he left the Bulls, he wasn't serious. That's what I was going to ask him. I'm glad you just said Rodman. What do you think NBA Finals? He leaves and he goes to Michigan to hook up WCW. with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And I was like, that would have pissed me off if I was a teammate. Going, dude, we're, we're in between games. What the fuck are you doing? We have like two more wins to go. Where, where are you going? I think uh, I think when you saw Phil and Jordan sign off on it, then the way he plays when he comes back, right? I mean, Still, you go. I fuck, man, that would drive me nuts. Uh, you know, I understand. Dude, insane. It's yeah. amazing how he's able to do well, that. Well, Phil though. didn't look like he was okay with it at that practice, you know? Right. Yeah, it's an excuse. We don't know where he is. You tell yeah. us. And it's like, holy shit. But then he said the distractions to you guys. I just, Dave, there were so many things in that that were really, really well done. Yeah. I mean, the editing on that, the way it's put together, the music, Pearl Jam at the end gave me chills. It was ah, so fun. Did you see the, the one guy that they said on that team that wouldn't talk and just straight out dislikes Michael Jordan? No. Luke Longley. Really? Wanted nothing to do with this. Yeah. Fuck, he's a fuck Michael Jordan. Well, then I I just, I don't think he can run it back. I think it's <laughs> one and done. God, isn't that funny? Yeah, but whatever. And Craig Hodges was upset because they wouldn't interview him. That was my favorite. You know? The, 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 yeah. They, uh, I like the guys they had. 
No sign of Will Purdue. What happened to Will Purdue well, at he, nine and ten? Because he, he wasn't. He was on the Spurs. That's how they got Dennis Rodman. They traded Will Purdue. Oh, that's to right. San Antonio for Rodman. That's right. Yeah, he, he was fucking gone. I thought John Paxson came off good too. All of those guys were good on it. Yeah, they were cool. Yeah, I, I like that he kept calling out Bushler too. That was yeah. cool. Yeah, and the San Diego guy, Earl Warren guy. Like that was cool. That is cool. Yeah, all those dudes. No, but, it was it was it was something that was really at one of these perfect times for what we're going through right now with yeah. no sports. And it's supposed to go in June. I saw the guy that put it together and said, we literally did yeah. number 10 in the last eight days. Well, I mean, yeah, Kobe, when you think about the Kobe interview, uh, yeah. No no, Carl Malone, huh? No, you know, no. I, I don't know. How do you feel about Carl Malone? Uh, not a huge fan. I thought yeah. John Stockton was great. He did come I, off great. Because I don't remember a lot of John Stockton interviews. He doesn't yep. feel like to me when he was talking, I'm like, I don't know that I've ever heard John Stockton talk. So I, yeah. Dude. You, know, you want to hear something funny is John Stockton, for people who don't know, because all the talk about Isaiah Thomas should have been on the 92 team. And, and Stockton's yeah. one of those guys that's really underrated. He's number one in, the NBA, in, in NBA history. He's number one in assists and steals. Wow. He was always a good player. Yeah. You know, didn't make mistakes, quiet, just like you said. Um, when he came out of Gonzaga, just before yeah. Gonzaga was good, I remember the draft. They didn't know. They said if his name was John Gonzaga from Stockton or John Stockton from Gonzaga. They could, <laughs> the announcers were completely fucked up. They didn't know yeah. anything about him. And then uh, my son ran into John Stockton in an airport in Seattle um, six months ago. Okay. And he said nobody bothered him. Nobody knew who he was. Right. And Josh goes, you're John Stockton. And he goes, yeah, I am. And he, he goes, uh, can I get a picture? He goes, absolutely. Nice, no nice way. Because nobody even fucking recognized Dude, him. Dude, right. He yeah. looks like a CEO yeah. of a bank or anything else. But I I liked hearing that. Like, I, I thought he was cool. Yeah. Watching that. Those Utah fans insane. All good. L L really? What about the Pacer fans cussing? That oh, my lady? God. What do you think she thought when they played that shit back? I was watching it with my... <laughs> I was watching it with my son, and I said to him, I go, damn, so close to that being your mom yeah. right there. Or us. I go, I I've just done some terrible things. Yeah, I go, I <laughs> just couldn't live in Indiana. So I ended up with, oh, what's her name? My son's <laughs> diet. He's like, you would like her. That's right up your alley. You guys speak the same language. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Gavin Newsom says sports coming back to California in June with no fans. Yeah. Now, um fascinated by that because for the Padres that would be pretty cool um but what does that mean to the Lakers right well the Lakers the opened Clippers. The, yeah the Lakers were at their facility today okay okay so it sounds like the best thing the NBA has going that's different than Major League Baseball is the NBA stars all want to come back good you know LeBron wants back all those guys want back and, yeah and la last thing I want to say about the last dance part when you talk about the guys who play now how ridiculous does load management sound after, oh, yeah. watch, after watching that right. trip? Right. He's missing two minutes in yeah. the game or three minutes in the game. And yeah. Guys are taking games off and you're just like, Come but LeBron's on, fuck great. Off. Like, LeBron's yeah. great about yeah. LeBron's not a guy. Kawhi's a bitch. I, I, a man. Hey, that's right. I said it. Yeah, I heard you. I heard you, big mouth. All right. I'm just saying. Come on. It's tough, man. Tough I mean, to justify. Hey, it's a different yeah. game. Times are tough. Times are tough. You pay a lot more money. Still yeah. 48 minutes. Times man. are tough. That's the thing, Arenas man. Arenas are nicer than ever, but fuck, times are tough. Well, that's what he said at the end of seven, right? I never asked these guys to do anything I wouldn't do myself. Yeah. God, he just showed it all the way through. It was it was great. Okay, so going back to what, what you said, basketball, I think, comes back. Okay. Baseball, 
right now, even though they say we can play June 1st, which we all are, are dying. I mean, for baseball right. fans, we're dying for baseball. Right, of course. What Blake Snell and, and uh, Bryce Harper did last week, my opinion, if I was their agent, hey, just shut the fuck up. Let right. someone else be the bad guy. Right. Don't fucking be the guy when people are literally killing themselves because yeah. they don't know where they're going to do pay bills and they're freaking out and they're going yeah. through major don't, depression. Don't bitch about your seven million. Well, Bryson is 300 and something million. Yeah. You know, fuck that. I'm like, dude, wh- who are you? Why are you talking? You might feel that way. Yeah. But why sit there and open your fucking mouth? Nope. Holy shit. Yeah, I hope they I hope they come back. Um, Dana White in the UFC did something incredible. They ran three shows in eight days. Yeah. And they were great. They were really good. The fights were good. John Anik, who's their announcer, Joe Rogan, Mike Bisping, Daniel Cormier, um, and I'm trying to think of a couple other guys that they had. Paul Felder. Yeah. And another guy, their backup announcer I can't think of. Fuck, man, they were so good. And I will tell you the craziest thing about that UFC, what was really amazing Dave, I've watched combat sports for as long as I can imagine, have been ringside more times than I can imagine as a judge and as a member of the media. I can never remember on a TV show hearing the impact of the punches like you have heard in the last nine days on the UFC. Now, I, I told you, my son's a WWE fan, and they're running shows tonight. He was running... Today I saw him for a little bit, and he was watching back like an old Monday Night Raw from like three years ago. Big arena, right? 15,000, 20,000 people. I go, dude, that's it. That's how that sport's supposed to run. Like, But when I'm watching UFC, and the announcers are right there. They had a – Dave, I don't know if you know this story, but the, the main event the other day was Alistair Overeem, who just turned 40 years old, heavyweight, fighting Walt Harris. And Walt Harris, earlier, within the last six months, his stepdaughter was kidnapped, college-age girl, kidnapped and murdered. And it was a devastating story. UFC had put up a lot of money to try to find this girl, a lot of things. And um, Walt Harris had been scheduled to fight a few months back. Obviously, with everything going on, just had to take some time off, comes back the other night, fights in the main event, Saturday night in this arena in Jacksonville, gets off to a huge start against Overeem, drops him and is just pounding him. And Dan Mergliotta, the referee, probably could have stopped it a couple of times and didn't. And Alistair Overeem comes back and wins the fight in the second round. But you're watching this empty building and it's stone silent. And Overeem's just... Like, right after he's ground and pound and beat him, they wave it off. Overeem immediately just goes and is, like, kind of hugging him. Saw that. And talking to him. And you're watching this, and it's not the crowd and people freaking out and crowd shots and everything else. You're just watching what I think is, like, the beauty of that sport, of combat sports, is when it's guys that are at the highest level, there's so much respect. And just hearing him speak... And not have to shout over a crowd and just being able to talk to the family and the whole thing. God, it was unbelievable. The the swing of emotions from the first round to the second round. But how much class shown by Overeem Absolutely. and how much class shown by Walt Harris. 
And just the three shows that they had and they pulled it off and you go, all right, fuck, man, it doesn't mean we can go crazy. But if, maybe if you follow what these guys did, you can do it again. And they'll be back in June. So they're coming back with more shows in June in a few weeks. But it was just fun to watch live shows again. Top Rank Boxing is going to do the same thing. They're going to have fights in Empty Arena. Man, you hear those punches. Do you it, like it, it that way? I, I, honestly, it I, I like it. I, I like it. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, I judged a bunch of fights for USA Boxing, and I'm right under the bottom rope. But, Dave, there's so much noise going on with the crowd and the music and everything else. That was unbelievable. And I can't imagine what it had to have sounded like for the people in that building. Yeah. Because he had mics on there. And you're just seeing guys getting cut up and busted up. Oh, it was nuts. Yeah, it was pretty good. Really, really good. So what do you what do you think as far as baseball coming back? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't I, wait to hear that. Okay. I want to hear what the first base coach. You're going to hear yeah. everything. You're going to hear the directions from the bench. And right? that's why I think it will still be a hit. You know, I know people said, oh, it sounds Umpire ridiculous. And, yeah. and conflicts. I think all the, of it. Yeah. I think all of it will be outstanding. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I am. Um, Again, I just want to see games. I hope it yeah. happens in Major League Baseball, like they were, like we were saying. So here, here's the big question: because okay. there are 30 teams in Major League Baseball, all right, it's going to be broken down to three divisions. So 14, like 14 of the 30 teams are going to make the playoffs. All right. Do the Padres, in your mind, make the playoffs? Well, I'll tell you this, Dave. It's hard for me to answer that because my Padre team on MLB The Show is outstanding. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not playing for the Pods, and neither is Stephen Woods. I know. Even though I moved him to the bullpen. He's great. He's great. Is he a closer? Yes. He's absolute. Pagan wasn't getting it done. I had to move Pagan. I changed Steve to the closer, and we called up Mackenzie Gore, and it's you. Oh, my goodness. It's unbelievable. You, Paddock, and Gore are my aces. <laughs> Woods is an absolute champ. It's so goddamn fun. What number are we wearing? Uh, you are a left-handed 47, like really? Tom Glavin, <laughs> completely, uh, you know, no, not figuring it out. Like, there was no plan on that. Yeah. You're a lefty 47. That's fine. Uh, Steve is 24. Okay. And throws a devastating knuckle curveball. <laughs> uh, my son Jack is leading the National League in RBIs as the Good. first baseman. Costa who was a late addition to the team, has been insanely good at second base. Um, Tatis is still our shortstop. Yeah. My son Cade has 30 bombs at third. Oh, he replaced Machado. Oh, yeah, we moved Machado. Oh, okay. He had to go. (laughs) Uh, Mitch Garver from the Twins catches, but we kept Francisco Mejia. Yeah. Uh, In left field... uh, it was very funny. We had Tommy Pham all year, and then we picked up Austin Meadows in the trade, and Austin Meadows just kept hitting, so yeah. we moved Pham, and then we all felt sad. We missed him. So Tommy Pham's back. Uh, and then in right field, it's Kristen uh, Yelich plays center. I play right. Listen to this fucking team. But, dude, you want to know who – I got to tell you this. this funny, it's the funniest shit, and especially if you have kids. The uniforms are outstanding in this game. Vaskirshan's so funny because all of our names are in there. What do you know about Dave Palais? Uh, Dan Plesek, 
hey, this guy comes out and throws a lot of strikes. And you're like, oh, fuck off, <laughs> please, Zach. <laughs> well, out of the bullpen, here comes the closer, Stephen Woods. Mark DeRosa, what do you think? Guy's unhittable. <laughs> Dave, you want to know who's goddamn amazing for us, our fifth outfielder? It's Mike Yastrzemski. Really? Mike Yastrzemski has like 17 home runs. The guy's absolutely amazing. So, yeah, we changed up the whole team. Got a bunch of bullpen guys. I don't know who any of them are. But our starters are uh, you, Paddock, Gore, Clevenger, you, Paddock, Gore, Clevenger, and I'm forgetting somebody. That's funny. But it's just been an absolute blast, and now my kids come over, and that's all they want to do. They just want to cool. play MLB The Show. That's cool. You so, know, the next move is, though, when they open up tickets, they're going to want to go see these games in person. Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. I, I mean, God, Dave, I hope we get to a point, right? I hope you get to a point where you can go back. But I don't know. I, you know what I really want to do huh. more than anything? I mean, Padre games would be great. I want to take my kids to the movie theater again. What, like, you keep hearing all these drive-ins. Or that's the new thing. Santee was packed. Yeah. We yeah. drove by Santee Drive-In the other night, and there were 40 cars backed up onto the street, if not more, which is great. Good for them. Good for them. Old school. But, yeah, like we were over by Grossmont Center. Yeah. And you see the movie theater, you know, where you walk in and all the, like, behind where they're selling the tickets and you can see, right, right, Step Brothers or all the different movies that are listed. Shit, it's just empty. It just says uh, Reading Cinema. And, like, you look and the, all the posters that are up came out in March. They're all faded. Call of the Wild, Harrison Ford. You're like, oh, that was shit. <laughs> and, uh... Like, I was just saying to my sons, I'm like, God damn, when's the next time we're in the movie theater for a Star Wars movie or Avengers movie or... I'm guessing by June. You're going to be in a movie theater by June. Really? That's my guess, yeah. So do you think it's... You can space it out? Yeah, like our three seats and then split up two and then three seats? That's my guess. That's my guess. I mean, that's what you're doing basically when you go to Target, right? Yeah. You're six feet apart. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing by June you're back in the movie theater. Can they do a uh, concession stand? Because they're not doing that at the drive-in. Oh, that's funny you say that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, all those things. I mean, like, it's hard to eat with that fucking mask on. No shit. Yeah, no shit. What are you going to do then? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But I, I just, look, I, I talked to a buddy of mine tonight, and he's up in Temecula, a couple of teenagers, and I go, how you doing? He goes, dude, we're fucking dying in this house, man. He goes, we're dying. He's working. His his wife's a teacher. It's just the idea of everybody being inside on house arrest for two fucking months. How old are his kids? Uh, t- one's going. One would start college in the fall. Uh, daughter. The other one's, I think, sixteen. Okay, so look at it this way. I was just thinking about this the other day. As I said to my wife the same thing because she's in education, but she's not in a classroom. Is she asked to homeschool basically her kids, right? Yeah. And then she has to teach her class. Yeah. I mean, yeah. fuck, man. That's a lot of fucking work. A lot to do. That's a lot of work. But um, everybody, man, like, the I, I didn't get to see the Thunderbirds the other day. 
Did you see him down no. here? No. It's funny you see, it's funny that that happened because a friend of mine sent me pictures from Nashville of the Blue Angels yeah, going through going the neighborhood. Yeah, going at the same time. And then all of a sudden, the Thunderbirds, I was like, wait a second, what am I fucking looking at? It was it was, it was so yeah. strange that I was getting pictures from, the same, from different people, but friends at the same time. Well, so I'm right in PB, not far from Mission Bay, and they skipped. Like, we were not in the flight path. If I yeah. had paid attention, I would have gone somewhere. Uh, my kids are over in La Mesa, and they saw it. They came right over the house, and then friends in Encinitas saw it come up 101. But there were two things that happened on that day. The first thing was it was so fun just seeing people posting videos on social media and excited and genuine and said, man, that was really cool. Saw a bunch of different like things from Oceanside and Encinitas yeah. of the flyover and then going into L.A. over Reagan Library. Some really fun things, right? And then there's somebody who goes, you know, I read that every one of these flights is $25,000. And it's hard for me to think that if you had donated that money to the local hospital or Humane Society or barbecue restaurant that that money just wouldn't have been a lot better served it don't you just feel like going hey fuck you hey just go fucking be miserable somewhere else you piece of shit <laughs> and then like you see these videos like did you see the lady at the at the at the grocery at, store at gelston's and, gelston's yes. and dana point yeah yeah like were you like what happened to you like where she like, just she just woke up looking and for said, attention right looking for attention and you know what I, did you watch the whole thing all the way through yeah and I tell you what if you haven't seen the video Jeff's talking about a lady in a very wealthy neighborhood where yeah. she lost her shit the manager offered, they, offered to say I'll go buy pick up your groceries for you just yeah. just tell me what you want couldn't have been nicer right he was you great know, I got a shitload of things to do but hey if you're gonna throw a fit I'll go do your shopping I have for private you. stuff to buy yeah well we don't sell porn here yeah. And yeah. so you sit there and you watch the whole thing. And then the guy comes out who's cleaning the carts. Yeah, dancing. And, and he's dancing. And yeah. talk about putting things in perspective. He goes, right. well, I used to be a bartender, but they gave me a job. And I'm cleaning carts. I couldn't be happier. Right. And it's like, you know, why don't you shut the fuck up? You think why this guy you? wants to fucking clean carts? You know how much money he was making on tips as a bartender? But he's Dude, fucking cleaning carts. It was funny. Earlier in the day, I'd had a conversation with our friends at the Ronald McDonald House. Yeah. And if you go to DaveAndJeffShow.com, right now on the front, the link is there for Cut for a Cause. Yeah. And everybody needs a haircut, although it's all Troy Hirsch. Hair looks pretty tight. Guy on Channel 10, hair is pretty tight. Not sure how you're doing that. Well, mind seeing, uh, might have to call in my friend Scott Sherman, get an investigation done, <laughs> get some guys behind bars. But we're doing Cut for a Cause, and when this thing is over and yep. we can all get together, we'll get some haircuts, we'll gather up the hair, the hair will be donated to our friends at Compassionate Creations. They use the collected hair to make wigs for chemotherapy patients. If you are unable to donate the hair or you're like, forget it, I'm just going to cut my hair in the sink, but you would still like to participate... Uh, if you go to DaveAndJeffShow.com and click that bar, you can donate directly to the Ronald McDonald House. And talking to Hallie and Mindy over there, and you realize what it's like for families 
when the kids are going through cancer treatment and how bad it was already, and then the impact of COVID-19, like David's to the point where you go, I just got to get the fuck off social media. It's so toxic where you go, God, people have just lost touch with reality. And you go, look, I mean, do whatever you got to do to get through your day. But but that for that lady to go and just start that shit, saw another lady losing her mind the other day in a T-Mobile store. Yeah, I saw that. And I said to my sons, I go, you know what I would do if I worked at that store? And he goes, what's that? I said, I would have a super soaker just full of ketchup. <laughs> get out of here. Just get out of here. Right down your shirt. That's not coming out. No <laughs> Tide sticks. That's not coming out. I just ruined your new shirt, which you got at the Gap. Sorry. Beat it, bitch. But you're like, dude, that's all you got to do. So if you're looking at my poor pal Jim Betancourt the other day, said, man, it's just beating me up a little bit. Yeah. And you see things like that, you go, God dang. And our other pal, Carlo Cicchetto, said, God, I don't know what it is, man. I'm feeling it. Like it just. Wood said the same thing. Uh, of course. <laughs> I'm just going to refrain. But, uh, Yeah. <laughs> You got nothing to say. I'm just out of respect. Yeah. For my friend Bo Woods, I'm yes. just gonna I'm just gonna take the high road. Oh my gosh. Are you attending Paul's wedding on Saturday? And so I will. I will. I will watch it. I will watch it online. I think it's great. Yeah. Can I watch it on my phone? Yeah, you can. Okay. Yeah. No I'm problem. gonna watch it on my phone. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. I, I don't know that I'll be home, but I want to okay. make sure. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to Paul and Megan. Yeah. They are getting married this Saturday. Uh. Dude, I just love the game those two are showing, right? Yep. Where they're like, fuck it. We'll adjust on the fly. And, like, Paul's already a champ, but for Megan, when that's your day, yeah, we'll all remember it. I guarantee you, Dave said the other day on this show, how many weddings do you remember? You go, God, I've been a lot of them. I'm telling you this, for Paul and Megan, we'll always remember yeah, it. absolutely. It's just I, I don't get to see my kids during the week, and I have them on Saturday. So with all love and respect to two people I really, really like, I will do my best to chime in at 5 o'clock. And if I can watch on my phone, uh, hell yeah, wherever I am, I've got an alarm set uh, for 4.55 to remind me, and, and I would love to see that. I think it's great. Woods is going to officiate it? I love that. I actually do. I think he will be great. Did he, did he hear him? how long it took him to become basically ordained? About eight minutes. Not even, one minute. That's it? I started the process at 15 after. By 16 after, I was already ordained. That was it. How is that legal? Because, dude, if you pay somebody, they'll find a way to fucking make it happen. Well, I love that. Yeah. I think that's great. What do you think Ben thinks? <laughs> dude, here's the deal. If you wanted it serious, you would have gone after Ben. Yeah. But if you want to say, hey, this is going to be memorable, you're going to go after Woods. Yeah. And here's true. the deal. Woods will be good. He'll be at great. And and he'll know not to talk too much and make it about himself. He'll make oh, it about those hang two. Hang on. I said it out loud just to fucking put it out there. Hang on. Because I know Paul and Megan are listening. They are. I know he's <laughs> listening, too. <laughs> Fuck this up, It's boys. not your day, fuckface. Okay. It's not about you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> What's he wear? He's going to wear a t-shirt with a fucking suit, uh, god dang tux on it, like fucking John C. Riley. But... <laughs> 
That's what he's going to be. But he can't be in the same room, right? I, don't, I imagine he's going to be in the same room. I don't think he can. I think he has to zoom in. Oh, my God. That would be weird. You better pay that yeah. internet bill, friend. <laughs> He'll have it on mute. Oh, my gosh. He will. He'll have a fucking t-shirt tux, dude. Guarantee it. No way. He'll have a full suit. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. What's he do with the hair? Does he go Pat Riley? Dude, he says his is a mess, too, like mine. So it's yeah, all over everybody. The place. We all are. Does he go Pat Riley? Does he go Riley's hair? He should. It's a big damn day. Go Pat Riley. Pull that shit back. <laughs> He'll be great. The whole thing will no be great. No one, Paul, he would love for Woods just to wear his Padre jersey. Just wear your Padre jersey that they gave you. Wear, does, your, wear your 22 Woods jersey. Does Paul cry? Oh, yeah. He's fucking crying. What? Crying like a big bitch. Megan, no. Paul, yes. <laughs> does Megan laugh at Paul when he yes, cries? 100%. When does Paul get him? If Paul gets emotional, right now I'm muting my screen. I don't know if you're allowed to, if if they want your volume up anyway, but I'm muting it. I'll be laughing my ass off if Paul cries during the vows. Yeah, hundred percent. When I met you, my life changed. Yes, hundred percent. When ah. he sounds like fucking Mike Schmidt on his retirement, <laughs> I'll be laughing my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Megan won't at all. No. Megan be like, you know what, everybody, this is a great day. Thank you all. We should have been together uh, on the beach or at a wonderful location. But for all of you to be here, Paul, you're the greatest. Thanks for bringing so much joy to my life, and I couldn't be happier to be your wife. I do. And Paul will be like, well, you know, Megan. Oh, God. <laughs> He's going to just start choking. The I bottom lips going to start quivering. You know what, Paul? I hate to do this to you. I hate to do this to you because I like to think I'm better than this, but I'm not. I'm going to get my kids and I'm going to say, Dave thinks my friend Paul is going to cry during his wedding. You know what, Paul? I'm going to tell you this as your friend. I got your back. I'll bet you. How much? 20 bucks? 20 bucks. Fuck you. It's Paul, on. Oh, Christ. Paul, you are not going to cry, motherfucker. <laughs> Dude. If right, he, especially, he's going to cry when he has to speak. If, if, if they're fucking sharing vows, dude, he's going to cry. I never God thought when it. I was coaching freshman baseball at Grossmont that I'd meet the woman of my dreams and fucking he's going to be lost. Are you going to give me odds at all? It's, no. Or no are we just straight up? Straight up. 20 bucks. son of a bitch. All right. He's going to bitch out right there in front of all of us. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 100% yeah. in. Don't try and tough it out either. Fucking, there's no shame. Just <laughs> go ahead. Let the wave take you where yeah, it goes, Paul. Go ahead. Shit, Paul. I got all right at twenty. And here's the other thing, you know. Of course, now look at you know the next thing that's gonna happen, yeah. right? Just like it happened with Jim and Carlo. Guess who else comes squeaking their head in? Trying. To, hey guys, I want in on that bet. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Right? Yeah, don't worry about it. Oh, my you just gosh. Do, does, Woods, does, uh, Woods doesn't get emotional. Oh, Woods gets emotional. Are you kidding me? If, if fuck, here's how it's going to go. If Paul cries, Woods cries. I'll double yell on that. You okay. want 20 that Woods cries? <laughs> if, it depends. I don't if, think Woods cries. Let's just, I'll just bet okay. you 20 on okay. Paul. Okay, yeah. We'll just do it and I told you so. But yeah, fucking as soon as Paul cries, Woods is crying. As soon as Paul thanks Woods for introducing him, Put them together. Fucking Woods is going to cry. Did Steve introduce Yeah, him? he's the one that kind of set it up. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's a good... See, we knew that goofy bastard <laughs> had something good in him. He's not a bad guy. 
Great dude. <laughs> oh, I like this a lot. I like this a lot. We got live sports we're gambling on. That's it. So there you go. See what we just did there? Yeah. All right. I'll be How many weddings do you bet on? You don't. None. You know what Megan's doing right now? Jeff, I'll take your twenty. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she's doing. I hope Damn she's it, fucking, Megan. Come on, Megan, make him cry. I'll never forget it. Yeah. It'll be great. You gotta show your kids one day. Look at Dad, <laughs> how much you love me. <laughs> Megan, don't remind him of anything. No trigger words. Oh I'm going to have my friend Marshall Silver go over there and hypnotize him. <laughs> Deep. Deeper and deeper. Deeper and deeper. Would yeah. you ever get hypnotized? Dude, I don't think I'm the kind of guy to get hypnotized. I, you know, there's certain people that do. Do you, yeah. do, are you Are you one of those guys? No, it freaks me out. I tried to get hypnotized when I was younger. I remember what it was for. For a show or just for like, uh, no, no, no. like a doctor? No, no, by a doctor. Like a real okay. person to try and do it. I think it was about... I was one of those kids that when I took a test, I'd get nervous. And it was just uh, like different yeah, tools. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, it didn't work for shit. Really? Because like, you're, you're, getting, you're getting sleepy. Deeper yeah. and deeper. Yeah, Dave, could hear your eyes are getting heavy. On. They weren't. I didn't feel help. fine. He's yeah. playing the theme from The Exorcist behind you. <laughs> no, I'd always... My, I told you my buddy did it one time. Yeah. And he said he felt all... Beat up and tired, kind of like towards the end of a long work week. Yeah. And we were heading downtown, Mission uh, Mission Beach. And he went out in the crowd. We were sitting in chillers down on the boardwalk. Chillers, yeah. And he, he was fucking out on the balcony. He went down. He ended up being like one of the best guys in the show. Excuse me. And uh, I still have the, I mean, it's That's my hilarious. late friend Cheech. Yeah. And it's amazing to have it. I have the DVD from the night. That's cool. And uh, and I remember him saying afterwards, like, all right, let's go. And I go, what do you remember? He goes, I I remember, like, what he was telling me to do. And he goes, but your attitude was just like, well, fuck it. I'll do it. I'll dance with that dude. I don't care. I'll do all this shit. And I said, how do you feel now? He goes, dude, it's insane how good you feel. Yeah. And he was out for, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, he was living proof, but that's why I'm going to have, uh, I'm going to get Paul hypnotized. Do you take anything to help you fall asleep at night? No, but I should. You know, I I will say this. We had a couple of people that had talked to us about um, uh, C, CBD yeah. oil. Yeah. That's it, right? Yeah. So I had two different friends get me drops, um, and now those are gone. And yeah. I actually liked it. Because it was just kind of, you would put a little bit like a spray yeah, and it would just kind of be right there and you kind of hold it and then uh, it would just dissolve. But um, I liked it and I'm out of those, but no, I don't. Um, I usually, I'm usually crash out by midnight yeah, and now working at home has worked out great. Um, but then you find yourself wide awake at like 630 and you don't have to be awake at 6.30. So, yeah. yeah, I'd like to find that. I just don't know anything about it, right? I don't know if I went to one of these stores, and I, I'm sure the people that work there would be incredibly helpful. I'm not worried about that. But I just was lucky. I had two friends that hooked me up, and now both of the bottles are gone. So, no, I'd like to do it again. What I, do you take? I uh, Melatonin is what I've been taking. Yeah. But I, I bought this one. The reason I brought it up is 
I tell you all the time, I'm one of those guys that I don't really remember like dreams. I know everybody yeah. dreams, but I um I, I bought this melatonin I got off of Amazon like a week ago. Okay. And man, I don't know what the fuck, man. But I I, I dream so vividly now. Really? That it, it's kind of how quickly does it wipe you out? Does it wipe you out? Twenty minutes. Quick? Yeah. Twenty twenty minutes. So let's say I take it, brush my teeth, lay down, watch ten minutes TV, boom, I'm out. I yeah. mean, fucking deep sleep. Like you could walk in the house and take all the furniture. I wouldn't hear it. Yeah. Like I'm way out. Um. But dude, I, I, had, I had a weird dream. It was funny. You walked in here today. We had the office on. You got yeah, to watch the office. And I'm sitting there driving around it, all night long with uh, Jim and another guy from the <laughs> office fucking looking for a place to eat. It was, it was Jim crazy. and who? Stanley? <clears throat> no. Um, Ed Helms? Uh, no, no. The, the, God dang it. can't think of his name. The guy, the Hispanic guy. Um, oh, Oscar. Oscar. From State Farm. I'm with Oscar. And I started yelling. Where yell- was Toby? I started yelling. I don't know. I love Toby. I started yelling at uh, started yelling at Oscar. I'm like, the restaurant's right there, you fucking asshole. I'm God, screaming yeah. at him. Well, that's not very nice. And then Jim just gives me the look like he does it in the camera. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you're gone. <laughs> so that's, I got to tell you, the one line that killed me at this fucking show that you got me watching. Again, I, yeah. lo- I love The Office. I yeah. told you I hadn't watched it a couple months ago. The greatest. I'm, I'm fucking hooked on the show. Love it. Maybe it's, it might, it might, I might even like it more than I like Seinfeld. I mean, I fucking love it. Yeah. Um, and and uh, the part where Kevin fucking announces he's not engaged anymore, and they go, "What happened?" He goes, "Well, Sunday morning, I say, oh my God, the Eagles might clinch the NFC East today." And she goes, "We're done." <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "If I did that when I was engaged, my wife would have ran out the door too." Dude, the line of that show that laid me and my son out. Is when he was doing the awards. Yeah, have you seen that? Yes. When he gives the awards away, Michael Scott says at the top of the show, "This is why it's great because you give awards." And he goes, "Who's gonna give Kevin an award? Dunkin' Donuts?" <laughs> and you're just like, "Fuck, dude, it's so bad." But um, what the hell, uh, Todd Villalobos? called me oh our friends at channel eight called me today and he said i don't know what's up with your buddy pal and i go what happened so i was listening to the podcast and he goes there's the one where you talked about going to tennessee for the wedding yeah and he said his friend hooks him up with the really hot chick yeah and he said all of a sudden rita shows up and you told dave to tell rita hey if anybody asks, you're my cousin Rita. And he goes, Dave just fucking just was like, yeah, exactly. And he's like, don't be so shit. <laughs> and that was like after my friend Aaron called me and goes, dude, I was hearing the show where you guys talked about who would speak at your funeral. Yeah. And Dave said, I don't know if Rita would speak at mine. And you said to him, your friend, you said, nah, she's not talking. She's too busy dancing. Yeah. He goes, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And I go, I don't know. Reading's great. I just drop lines in about her. But I appreciate everybody listening. And if anybody has uh, a couple things, if you want to yeah. sponsor the podcast, now is a great time to do it because people need to know where your business is. So drop yep. us an email, jp.s at the Yahoo or Dave Palais. Uh, which one do you want, Dave? Yeah, Dave, at Gmail. Dave Palais at Gmail. Any comments you have. By the way, I don't mind giving our email out. I, no. I, it has been great. Uh, uh, JP.Seth at Yahoo, Dave Palais at Gmail. The emails that we get from people that listen to the show are so genuine and so sincere and so incredibly nice. 
uh, I appreciate it a lot. If you write, by the way, to us on Patreon, I can't figure out how to write back. So it's easier right. if you send me a, send me an email. So I read every one of them, but I can't figure out how to respond to them. So if you if you just like Jeff just gave the emails out, just go ahead send it to the email. We we want read every one of them. It comes right to my yeah. phone because the Patreon stuff. A lot of times I won't see that um, until four or five months later, and I hate it because. I want you to, if you're nice enough to write, I want you to know that it means a lot to Dave. It means a lot to me. We'll get back to you. Um, I think there's also a contact us page on DaveAndJeffShow.com. And that's another great one. That comes. Kyle Pfluger's done an incredible job of sending that directly to our phone. So, yeah, just check in and say hello. But if you want to sponsor the show, I know a lot of people have said recently, hey, my business is up. I'm not getting street traffic. Different things have changed. Uh, how do I do it? Uh, Dave Palais at Gmail, JP Dots at the Yahoo. We'd love to have you as part of the family. Absolutely. Before we get to uh, the rest of the show, I want to ask you a couple things. It's horrible and bad news. I mean, three big stories yeah. that I read about in the last 24 hours. But I want to ask you, do you know the WWE wrestler? Dude, I tell you what, uh, I believe the name is Shad Gaspadar. And I was yeah. talking to my sons about this today. So he was part of a tag team called Crime Time. And they were really funny. They were two guys that came up and kind of over the top the way I understand it. Played the kind of thug element. They were they were just really funny guys. Dude, this dude's in Los Angeles and he's swimming with his 10-year-old son. It sounded like they said they were in Marina Del Rey. Venice Beach is what I'm reading. Okay, okay. that makes more sense that they'd be in Venice. And a riptide. Yeah. And he said to the lifeguards, please take care of my son. And they rescued the 10-year-old son, and a wave swept Shad Gaspardar, I believe yeah. I'm pronouncing that right, out to sea, and he's presumed dead. Yeah. Oh, my God, just heartbreaking. Terrible story. And and it, it's funny, nothing funny about it. You just, I just say those words. But I told you, I got caught in a riptide oh, when yeah. I first moved here. I, man, a lot of, yeah. I thought I was scary. in the best shape of my life. You cannot swim through Gotta it. Got to go parallel, man. And that's what, it's funny. I told my son that story yesterday when we saw yeah. this story. And I said, man, if you ever get caught in one, just North, let, south. Yeah, let it take you out. And then uh, let it go parallel, boom, out, and get, yeah. you can get out. But if you think you can swim against it, you cannot. No way. And and the the other thing is too, man. Like they always said, you just got to breathe, just yeah. north south, kind of keep track of yeah. what you're doing. But yeah, I mean, oh, dude, it'll freak you out. And you see the Carl Crawford story came across last night. No, I didn't see that one. And Carl Crawford, former you know outfielder yeah. with the Red Sox, Dodgers, Rays, um, had a pool party at his house. There was a lady who came over with a five year old. I guess she was in charge of watching the five year old. They were in oh. the, going to the dining room. She goes, I'm going to go check, see what the five-year-old is. Kid's drowning in the pool. She jumps in, doesn't yell back to them. The kid's drowning. She drowns. They both oh drowned. My go- oh, my goodness. And they both drowned in, in Carl Crawford's house. And you go, holy shit. Oh, my God. And then uh, and then tonight, the horrible story is Starlin Marte. It's I didn't the- see that one. His uh, Marte is only 31 years old. His wife yeah. broke, uh, broke her ankle while she was waiting for surgery, had a heart attack, and died. Holy cow. And you're like, holy shit, man. Dude, life, man. It's Hank Bauer used to say something every time, every night. Hank would say, life is a game. Play every day as though it's your last. And you go, fuck, Hank. It's so good. I, I don't know where he got that from. I don't like that line. You don't like if it? If I had one day to live, I'm sitting there calling everyone that's important and getting, going to the bank, figuring out my getting my affairs in order. How about two days? 
Give me two days. I'll live the second to last one. Here's uh, here's a quick one for you. I played this game the other day with my Sorry, kids. Yeah. He doesn't listen. That's true. If you won $800 million in the lottery, what would you do with it? Well, that's funny. What, what would I do with it? My ultimate goal with more money would be to buy a pro franchise or something. Um, yeah. $800 million? You know, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. It's... It's it's really funny, man. I had this conversation. It's funny that you just brought this up. I literally had yeah. this kind of conversation with my mother about four hours ago. Really? About money and, and life and everything else. And and she said to me how upset she was with me for over the last, because I said, she goes, how long have you and Jeff been together? And I said, 27 years. I, I've been in the business 27 years. Yeah. She's been in the business longer, but 22 years working together. Yeah. And she said that that's amazing that you started at you know 22 years old and 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 here you are and she goes, um, she goes I remember because she my mom is uh, works with like people with uh, yeah. either, either musicians or TV anchors that put that uh, that earpiece in her ear, mm-hmm. and so she'd have to fit them. So people from like NBC and CBS and Tennessee would come in and she would fit them for their ears and. She said, "My son's in broadcasting, and it's guy Dan Miller who oh, yeah. who uh, do you remember Dan Miller? Absolutely. Dan Miller was big Sajak's guy. Pat Sajak's show, and, and then in Nashville, right? And then he was uh, in L.A. and then ended up going back to Nashville. And why do we know that? And it, well, it's funny that you knew that. I knew I knew I would know that. I didn't know you would know that. But he uh, he said, "Man, he goes, your your son must be pretty good to be on a station like KFMB because everybody yep. knew KFMB." Right. Um, that doesn't happen to guys in their early twenties. It happens to guys in their forties. Yeah. You know that that's yeah. a miracle that he has the show with with Jeff. And so couldn't have been nicer. She's telling me the story. She goes, but I got upset that you wouldn't come to to visit me more. And, and I did. I went years. And so I said, yeah. Mom, here's how it works. Tell me if I'm wrong on this one. All right. Okay. Yeah. When Jeff and I are doing radio, we hardly ever took a vacation day. Right. You're okay? afraid you're fucking done. You, you also, you, it's your show. You yeah. don't want someone else doing the Dave and Jeff show. You no. take pride in doing your show. Your name's on it. It's a show. You're excited to have it. We we skip vacations. We didn't all use our vacation all the time. But then when we're out of a job, we don't know how long our money is going right. to last. So we aren't going to do anything stupid. Yeah. It's and a, so I'm it's not a brutal, sir. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going back to Tennessee to visit my family and nope. take my two kids and my Fuck wife no. and buy four plane tickets. Yeah, because I don't know if I'm going to have enough money in three months. Right. So you sit there and you you, you it, it never ends, right? No. And I got missed weddings of people that were very close to uh, relationship wise, and I said it's because the show comes first. That's the yeah. way we always did it. Anything for the show. She fucking didn't matter what I said. So we, I said, Mom, I'll tell you what. With everything that's gone on with Jeff and I working together, money is important. But I go, well, yeah. I think we're both to the point. We always just wanted enough to pay our bills and eat. Always. And I said, whether I made a million dollars or yeah. I, you know made fifty thousand dollars, I said I fucking love doing the show. I yeah, go, it's fun. It was a passion for what we did for a living. And I said, thank God, we never had a situation where I went hungry or my kids went hungry. Right. You yeah. Know? So that, true. And I don't have a lot of regret. And I go, maybe I'm crazy for saying money is not that important. But when you yeah. say 800 million, yeah, of course, who wouldn't want 800 million? But it wouldn't change my life dramatically. How about that? Yeah, it, to me, it's funny. Fucking Reggie, just hit another one. God, it's like, <laughs> was sort of even watching this game? Uh-huh. Yeah, man, it's funny because my mom was a single mom. So I didn't really know my dad until probably high school. Yeah. Lived with him for a year in London. And we had a great time. But I have more of a relationship like a friend with my dad yep. than I do father-son like I have with my kids. And I was saying my my one son a couple of weeks ago was kind of going through it and just kind of, you know, just kind of 
fighting it a little bit. And I found this thing online, and it's been great. And it's a father-son journal. Yeah. And he and I fill it out every day. Yeah. So and still doing it. You're telling us on Wednesday. You're oh, doing dude, it. you're it'll go. It? It'll probably go yeah. at least through the end of the year because I think there's like 120 pages, and it's just a one day. You know, you do one page a day. It's so goddamn fun, and it's been so great uh, to do it with him because it's. Well, what are you afraid of? What grosses you out? So I knew he was getting it today, right? Yeah. So it was, here were the three. What grosses you out? So Dave, I'll ask you, what grosses you out? Snakes. Snakes. <laughs> I said what grosses me out is women with hair under their arms. Oh, fuck, dude. If grossing me out, that'd be it. Like, make me gag, that'd yeah. be it. That'd be it. Just like, A right? fear of snakes, the, the armpit thing. Yeah. Forget that shit. Put those arms down, Tom Selleck. <laughs> Take it easy over there, Harry Reams. Even that chick in that movie we saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, right? When she gets in the car and she puts her arm right. up and you're like, fuck. Right. Creepy. <laughs> uh, what are you scared of? Snakes. Yeah. I said, I'm terrified. I hate eels. Even though there's absolutely no possibility that I'll ever be in contact with an yeah. eel, I have no idea. I thought you were going to say clowns. Clowns freak me out, too. That's another good one. <laughs> but, like, to me, where you go, eels freak you out, and you go, well, when the fuck am I ever yeah. going to be with an eel? Yeah. Right? Not going deep-sea fishing yeah. in the Bahamas. That's true. Uh, and then what's your pet peeve? Oh, man, that's funny, man. Um, Pet peeve usually is bad hygiene. Oh, bad hygiene's pretty bad. Uh, For me, I said I can't stand people that say, uh, I could care less. Yeah, that is yours. And I say, well, let me know when you couldn't yeah. care less. <laughs> yeah, people mess it up all the time. So today, so that's what I had yesterday. So now it's his day today. So he goes, hey, let me have the journal. So he kind of goes off, and I just hear him dying laughing. And I know it's just between me and him. Yeah. His brother doesn't know. His mom doesn't know. It's just between me and him. But then his was write your perfect day. What's your perfect cool. afternoon? And it was just a day with uh, with me and him, different kind of things. And then it was my deal to do it. So I wrote it, sent it home with him tonight. And I know tonight when he's getting ready to bed, he'll look and read it. And I try to write pretty in-depth. Yeah. Like I try to write pretty in-depth for him to do it. And it was um, one from over the weekend is what are your favorite things? And this is funny because nobody will ever hear it. I wrote, number one was my kids. Yeah. And then you go down, right? Different things. Yeah. Good books, shady trees, uh, Kings hockey, right? Yeah. Different things like that. Going to new stadiums and arenas. And I'm ready to turn it in. I'm like, oh, this shit's going to get me fucking killed, right? So luckily, because I'm smart, I go back up to line one. And where I had my kids, I added with a plus sign, plus their mom. Because I was like, I know it's going to happen. I got 19 well, fucking... Who, who would get upset? Would Kate Well, I had upset? 19 okay. things listed. Yeah, got it. So they would have looked at it and go... Oh, I got you. Oh, I got you what you're saying. They got a lot of things listed here. I didn't yeah. see mom make the list. Okay. <laughs> but you, you, to me, from the outside, you've done a fantastic job in including... Your ex-wife and oh, everything Oh, she and I get doing. along great. Yeah, I know you yeah, do. I'm she, just saying, yeah, in front of great. the kids especially, you've done yeah. a fantastic job. Yeah. They and, see it. Yeah. 
And they're sick of her shit. So they're at that point, right, where you're yeah. 12 and you're sick of her shit. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we, he, they got into it the other day. Like, any moms will understand it. And goddamn, Dave, I laughed and laughed and laughed because she asked him to put their laundry out in the garage yeah. and put it in the laundry basket. And we were getting ready to leave and he hadn't done it. And she got upset with him. And we're walking out to the car, and he goes, uh, let me ask you something. <laughs> you know it's going to be good. And I go, yeah? Did you see me raise my voice in that conversation? And I fucking die laughing, right? I die laughing. And I go, no. Do you see how quickly she raises her voice? Boy, that's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't know why. Why is it so tough to just have a conversation? So then... He had walked with her. <laughs> he had walked with her to go get dinner. There's an Indian restaurant not yeah. far from their food, uh, far from their house. So they walk. It's my son Cade, my ex. I've got my son Jack in the car. Yeah. So we're driving, and I see them, and I go, "Hey, do you want a ride? Like we're going the same yeah. direction. We're both walking east, but I'm on, you know." Yeah. I'm on the other side. I'm kind of yelling across. I go, hey, do you want to ride? They say, no, we like the walk. I said, okay, great. I got a U-turn at the light, and I come back, pass by them. I said, okay, listen, have a great night. Kate, I'll see you tomorrow morning at, you know, yeah. 10. Great, perfect, see you, have a great night, see you later. My phone rings like half hour later, and it's their mom. Hey, are we on speaker? I go, yeah. You know, you're in the car, Bluetooth. Hey, Jack, what was the one thing I said to you two different times before I left? That fucking guy doesn't know shit. He just zones out. <laughs> I'm looking at him. I'm like, this fucking guy has no clue. Unless you're talking about video games or the WWE or cats and dogs, this fucking guy is done. And he just zones out. Huh? She goes, I told you two different times, don't let your dad lock the door when you leave because I didn't bring my keys with me. And I could see he's kind of bummed, right? So I just said to her, well, I did see you twice from the time we left till now. Like, you could have mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> and without missing a beat, he starts laughing. She goes, hey. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> She's kidding around. She was just yeah, kidding. But then you had to turn around and go back, didn't you? No, fuck oh, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> but she was dying. Like, I, she started to laugh, and she goes, that's not the point. I go, well, Jack and I think it's the point. But no, we get along great. But I, the point of it all being is if you have a couple kids, find ways to connect with them as yeah. individuals. I'm just doing this with my son, Cade. It's been great. Good. It's been really, really that great. Good. And uh, yeah, man, I look forward to getting it. And I know he's doing it every day. And with all love and respect, it doesn't involve his brother. It doesn't involve his mom. Yeah. It's just you, me and him. And yeah. it's very, very cool. I like it. I, yeah, it's, it's, good. A it's a great idea. And it's like, look, at some point you're going to be gone. Yeah. Right. Because that fucking eel is going to track me down. <laughs> and uh, when I do, man, I date every one of them. So when I put something in, I put the today's date on every one of them. And, dude, in 20, 30 years when he looks back, I hope he digs it. Yeah, he will. Cause he, he absolutely will. Yeah, I mean, that's the other cool thing about this, Dave. You said the thing about radio. Like, I we're going to try to put some old Dave and Jeff shows 
up on the website, which yeah. would be really, really funny from like KFMB and yeah. Free FM. We've got the show. You probably got 1090 shows. Dude, we got a shitload of them. We got a shitload of, we got, got KFMB, ESPN, Free FM. Oh, dude, the ESPN shows yeah. would be the ones to yeah. put up. The ones I, I wouldn't have would be 1090 and the first time we were at 1360. I don't think I have those. Well, those shows were shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're going to put those up. But that's the thing I kind of yeah. like is that we have, like, there's tapes of these shows. These shows are out and they're there. Yeah. So at least, like I said, when that fucking eel takes me out, yeah. at least they'll be able to hear the shows, right? Dude, when we throw the ESPN ones up. Oh, my God. They're great. I think they might be my, my favorite ones that you did. Because oh, yeah. You were 100% so, insane. So fuck, it, it was almost like this. It was yeah. so goddamn angry. Yeah. And just fucking, when you hear Jeff go after the fucking Chargers <laughs> every day. Yeah. You know what? And I'll tell it. you what. Every one of you motherfuckers <laughs> should send me 20 bucks because I was telling you in 04 yeah. what was going to happen. It's true. And nobody wanted to fucking believe it. Nobody. And we'll put those fucking shows up there. And I don't, hey, why do you keep reminding me? Because I fucking have to. Yeah. The... The the one my, what my favorite I think that I can remember on ESPN yeah it, besides the Charger shit which was the best mm-hmm. is when Caminiti passes and you say oh yeah retire his number big rant on retiring his number Dude. and the very next fucking day yeah there's no way in hell you retire no, his fucking I know. number you know David it's so funny I was thinking about that show when they were showing him the other day yeah you know man it just was one of those things when he died. For you and me, but for me, when I started as a producer, when I needed that guy, he was there every time. He literally was there every time. To be there in Monterey, to see it, uh, what we told Ted a couple of weeks ago when he was in studio, dude, he just, he meant a lot to me personally. He meant a lot to this show. He meant a lot to the station. I was saying to my sons, man, I'm so thankful that I never had a gambling addiction. I never yep. had an alcohol addiction. I never had a drug addiction. So I don't know that world. But when it happens and it takes good people away, like it was just really upsetting. So in the moment, yeah, I was like, yeah, 21's got to go up. And then the next day I'm like, no, you can't fucking put 21 up. But, um, but it doesn't diminish like, no, you don't have to retire his number. But. Is he in the Padre Hall of Fame? I think he is. He is. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember that. That was a pretty big yeah. deal. I just, he he meant so much to everybody when you were there in the stands Absolutely. at those games and, and everything he meant. But you just got to understand, man, Tony Gwynn, Trevor, I mean, Caminetti. Yeah. Dude, when you don't know your fucking head from your ass and you're trying to figure it out, you just need a fucking break. And those dudes are like, dude, we got you fucking covered. Yeah. It means a lot. Yeah. And that day when he died, I was just genuinely really, really upset because you go, fuck, man. Fuck. Well, not only that, I mean, we didn't talk about it on that show, but people told us beforehand. Oh, they yeah. told us in 98, dude, this is where really it's headed. Bad. I really mean, bad. And everybody knew where it was headed. And, yeah. it, and when it finally happened, we're like, fuck. You fuck. Know? It, just, it just sucked, man. Yeah. Junior... Right, the whole thing. Junior yeah. Caminetti, um, Tony's was a different situation, but Kevin Towers, 
dude. Like Jerry. They, yeah. Lots uh, yeah. Of good ones. Yeah. Jerry. Exactly. But but with all again, with all respect to Jerry, KT gone way too soon. Yep. Tony gone too soon. Caminetti and Junior gone way too soon. Um, it just fucking sucked, man. Especially yep. because it was for this show, ninety eight, ninety nine. Man, it was pretty much Camelot. Yeah. And those guys were all a huge part of it and being there. And then, yeah, when they're gone. But, yeah, the, oh, I fucking listen to those shows again. Yeah, we'll put the. <laughs> I don't think we put any other shows up but the ESPN shows. <laughs> all of them. Sandy Alderson show. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're going to hear a lot of Sandy Alderson. That's absolutely right. All right, want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams is a guy right now to help you out financially. I know a lot of people, guys have gotten smart. You guys should have done it before the last two months, but you guys understand now, especially – what do I do with my money? Is my money going to last? How do I get out of the rental market and buy houses? People are buying houses right yeah. now. Guess what? Dan's the guy to talk to. Look, if you're in debt, you want to get out of debt, you want to help raise that credit score, again, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. Stop renting and start buying that house. Well, you're seeing a lot of stories that come out now that say, hey, do not worry about the credit card debt. Make sure you have the cash flow. Does that make sense for your ultimate plan? 858-688-6813 is the number to call because Dan will say, well, hang on. Let's take a look at what you have, kind of make sure that the numbers even out. But David is right now with everything going on. Man, I was talking to a friend tonight that uh, got furloughed but had two part-time jobs. Yeah, The first one went away, filed unemployment, and then the second one, which was the bigger check, happened. But because he filed on the lower of the two checks, he's having trouble kind of oh, getting shit. it focused. Dude, you got mortgage and car yeah. payment and everything else, man. 858-688-6813. When you're ready to buy that house, don't forget about Brian Curry. Brian Curry is up and going right now. He will find that house for you. He'll let you know, is this a good time to buy that house and what neighborhoods are the best neighborhoods? Him and I, we talk all the time. We talk every single week on what direction we're going in. Look, here's the deal. Brian is a guy that will look out for your benefit, and that's what you yep. want. You want someone that's not looking to say, I just want my commission to move on to the next customer. That's not what he does. He's the kind of guy that you're going to use him this time, you're going to use him the next time as well, and he can also share his name with other people because he's going to treat you so well. Again, Brian Curry is your guy for real estate. His only guy to use, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Such an important decision, and... You go through and you just see different places, right? And what do we always do? We always give it the eye test. You drive by and you're like, you see the first sales sign. You go, well, that place is a complete shithole. You haven't even walked in the door. You have no idea, right? And Dave, think about how many houses you've gone to. Maybe you've gone for a party or maybe an open house. Yep. And from the outside, uh, we were talking about my ex. She laughs all the time because I looked in the window at our house I was like, no way, she'll hate it. Uh, November will be 12 years uh, that they, that, wow. that we've been there. She's been there. We were there. It's the thing. You got to know, right? You got to have Brian there. And then here's the other thing that I wish I had Brian on my side 12 years ago. How many times have you walked through an open house? I'll tell you exactly what happened in my house in La Mesa. This is not an exaggeration. We walked in in the main wall in the living room. What the previous owner had done, it was a white wall like anything, but it appeared like they had taken a small hand sponge yeah. and put it in yellow paint 
Yeah. And that was kind of like the Art Deco print on the wall where you look at that and go, what in the fuck? That's where you need Brian Curry to go, look, hang on, time out. We're not far off on the price, but it's going to cost him money to get this fucking wall redone. Like, who did that? And look at the other agent go, you know I'm right. We need to make an adjustment because this bullshit yellow ink sponge print is going to have to come out. We're taking it down. We're taking it down. You got to have a guy with the knowledge, the expertise. And I'll tell you what, Dave, true, all kidding aside, you know anybody more professional than him? No, not at all. Where you go, God, I'm so proud. All the time. I'm thankful yeah. that he's the guy representing me. Right. He's just the master. When it comes to negotiation, he knows what to ask for and he knows what you need. Give Brian a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Absolutely. Don't forget about Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. I know right now of three guys that he's doing their pool for. Guess what? People understand that, hey, this could be a thing where you got to entertain yourself at home. Yeah. You need that perfect pool. Not does he just do the pool and a walk through the 3D tours. He does the hardscape. He does everything you could possibly want to make that pool one of those staycation homes. You go, wow, man, look what's going on in the backyard. Alan Taylor at Tailored May Pools, more than 20 years in the business. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Well, and when you hear the news that, hey, the beaches are going to reopen, right? And you go, well, how fantastic. From anywhere from Oceanside all the way south to Coronado, wherever we want to go. Man, isn't it going to be amazing to go back and be on the beach and just relax and, and enjoy the lifestyle that we have here in, in uh, Southern California and especially San Diego? And then what happens? You drive to the beach and you go, who the fuck are all these assholes? <laughs> 90,000 people out there all trying to jam their umbrella in right next to you, right? Yes. Well, why deal with all that? Call Alan Taylor. Have that tailor-made pool put in. Dave already mentioned you can go to our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com, see for yourself the examples of people that were smart enough to make this call. And when you make it, man, traffic never matters. Stress never matters. You can just go right out to the backyard and enjoy the life you deserve. Call Alan Taylor. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. It's tailor-made pools, the best that you can have. The perfect website for you is just around the corner. Kyle Fluger does a fantastic job for us. He can do the same thing for you. Kyle Fluger's number for that website design, 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. We see it all the time because we can't go shop anywhere, so you have to shop online. And when you go to websites... Especially when people are coming to your website, are they happy with what they see or do they immediately turn away and go, no, nah, I don't necessarily know this is where I want to go, give my credit card information, anything else. Man, I love what he did for us. Like we said, DaveAndJeffShow.com, cut for a cause, please sign up. Either have your hair cut, make a donation to the Ronald McDonald House, one way or the other. We're going to try to raise about five grand for the house, but we'd love to get a bunch of people uh, that can donate the hair for uh, compassionate creation so we can benefit patients going through leukemia. We're going to get those wigs made, and, and all of you, we all need something positive to do. We're going to have a positive done, and you guys are all going to be a part of it. Find the sign-up page at DaveAndJeffShow.com. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're looking at May 18th, and we got one that passed away, but one of your favorites. Okay. Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Oh, dude. 
What a wild. Do you get the Vice channel? No, I don't. It's Maybe Vi- I do. I don't know. What channel is that? I have no idea. I don't know. But, man, they've been running these shows called Dark Side of the Ring. Tomorrow night it's going to be about when Owen Hart died at the WWE pay-per-view when he fell Kind of, they were they were lowering that. down from the ceiling. Man, they did one a couple of weeks ago about Jimmy Snuka when his girlfriend died in a motel in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Wild. Uh, passed away. I got to try to think about the math here. Uh, I'm going to say he would have been 74. 77. 77. How much was he worth? I don't think he was worth shit. 80 grand. 200,000. Okay. Wow. Tina Fey. Dude, that's a good one. Tina Fey. 50. Exactly right. How much is she worth? Holy shit. 100 million? 65. I thought okay. it would be more too. Six, yeah. 65. Okay. George Strait. Oh, damn. The governor. No, I don't know. What's his nickname? I don't know. I don't know what his nickname is. Right now, Woods is yelling at us. I don't know. Uh, 64. 68. No shit. Yep. It's worth a lot of money. Yeah, he is. Yeah, three hundred million. Exactly right. Wow, three hundred million dollars. All right, singer Jack Johnson. Uh, Jack Johnson, forty-two, forty-five, uh, thirty-five million. Twenty million dollars. All right. And the last one, it's weird because we just watch him. It's Reggie Jackson's birthday. No shit. Yep. Mister October. Um. God, he's probably. Uh, I'm going to say that Reggie is 73. 74. Oh, shit. Uh, $21 million. $20 million. Yeah. Yeah. $20 million bucks. They just, MLB Network, they replayed this game the other night, too, on one of them. That goddamn scene at the end, when there is no security for the 1977 crazy, World it? Series... To the point that Reggie's got to call timeout to go put a batting helmet on. Yeah, because they're throwing shit at him nonstop. And it's a full-on... He's on his team. It's a full-on sprint. Reggie's gassed in the clubhouse. Oh, my God. This is unbelievable. It is funny how much it has changed. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, 65 World Series, the Dodgers win, and they just shake hands. Yeah. No celebration at all? No, nothing. nothing. Well, you're in Minneapolis, though, yeah. too. I mean, there's not nothing. And then 12 years later, people are losing their shit. Charging yeah. the field, losing their mind. Uh, here's the question I have. At what time, some, Bill Center can answer this question. When did people stop, or, or excuse me, yeah, stop wearing suits to games? Like people used to wear yeah. full wool suits when it was 110 degrees. Dude, I don't know. They just showed, like when I was a kid, I loved the Yankees. Yeah. Like they, these teams. It's sad to see Thurman Munson right there. Yeah, huh? these teams were like my favorite teams. So I remember having a Yankee starter jacket when I was a kid because. Yeah. I just love these teams, but I'm looking at the jacket that uh, Billy Martin had on. He had like the Yankee felt yeah. jacket. You go, God damn, is that cool? But you're right. Seeing Thurman Munson, seeing Billy Martin. Yeah. Man, so sad. Bill White, all these guys. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, incredibly sad too. All right. Here we go. Stay or goes. We're going to sibling uh, rivalry here. Okay. okay. You got to pick which sibling you would take. All right. That's goes. fine. I'm good. Emilio Estevez or Charlie Sheen? I'd keep Emilio Estevez. Because he's not crazy? Yeah. <laughs> he can he tell crazy. Yeah, he could tell you to me more stories. <laughs> John Cusack or Joan Cusack? Oh, I'd keep John Cusack. I would too. Yeah. His sister always freaked me out. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, this is just kind of a little weird. Jim Belushi, John Belushi. 
Uh, John Belushi. A little more fun, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Jake Gyllenhaal, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I'm with, I'm with yeah. you on that for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Justine Bateman or Jason Bateman? Uh, Justine Bateman. <laughs> Dude, she doesn't look very good right now. Uh, we're on an island. That's it. Last one on here. Which, uh, which Kardashian girl are you taking? You taking Courtney, Kim, or Chloe? I'm taking uh, Courtney. Courtney? She yeah. complains a lot. Likes to say the word like a lot. <laughs> Fucking drives me a little crazy. <laughs> I'm going Kim. I'm going to the moneymaker. Dude, you're no Ray J. That's, <laughs> dude, I know I'm no Ray J. I'm just saying I'm going Kim. What do you want me to say? She knows what she's doing. I've seen the video. Well, she's talented. <laughs> Gotta give her that. Her scouting report is always a good one. All right, do us a favor. Go to the website, sign up. Uh, 20 bucks bet right now that my friend Paul Shuggy, what do you think of this bet? I bet 20 bucks that Paul will not cry at the wedding. She's looking right at you. Like I know. Everything Isn't that inside. crazy? Do you think she's thinking about it? Hmm, yeah. Will he cry? <laughs> I don't think he's going to cry. Your dad said he's going to cry, Shug. Uh, Paul, we got your back. And uh, back here Wednesday night. We'll see you then. Absolutely. When I